The following program has been pre-recorded and is paid programming. Securities offered through Peak Brokerage LLC. Member FINRA SIPC Investment Advisory Services offered through Independent Solutions Wealth Management. The financial guys in Independent Solutions are not an affiliate of Peak Brokerage Services LLC. The political views on this show do not reflect the views of Peak Brokerage. This show is not intended to provide specific legal, tax, investment, or other professional advice. Please consult a professional for your specific situation. This radio show is for informational purposes only and is not intended to solicit or recommend any particular security. The information discussed is obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but its accuracy and completeness are not guaranteed. My son did nothing wrong. I did nothing wrong. And it turns out he did not do a single thing wrong as everybody's investigated. First of all, my son's done nothing wrong. I trust him. I have faith in him. And it impacts my presidency by making me feel proud of him. And the lie detector test determined that was a lie. It's time to talk money. It's the Financial Guys radio program with local financial experts Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. Alrighty, welcome back. Financial Guys radio show on the Financial Guys Media Network. Mike Speraza, Mike Lomas in studio today. Happy Saturday to everybody out there. Uh, Mike, big week for a lot of different reasons. Hunter Biden in the news as per usual. Football started, so <laughs> nice to see football. The NFL has uh, learned from their lessons, and I, you know, it's funny, they're... they're the last year, I feel like they've sort of gotten away from all the woke crap and they have gone back to football, which is what they should be focused on. The, the COVID crap, they stopped doing that stuff too. Interestingly yeah. enough, right? Uh, that only took a season to Interestingly figure out. Interestingly enough, that the teams that were the harshest, <coughs> the Bills, yeah. uh, seem to have had the biggest problems yeah. with heart conditions. Yeah. Uh, just interesting, isn't it? Like, Not just players either, by the way. Yeah. No, the folks that said, you better get to jail. You're not coming in to see these people. Somehow, all these healthy, fit, young people seem to be having health problems. Probably just a coincidence. Probably just a coincidence. LeBron James is on another example, as we've talked about. Did you see, by the way, LeBron James, speaking of LeBron James, you know, he's got this inner city program or whatever. uh, The I Promise program. The I Promise program. Not, Not one kid, not one kid has passed the maths exam. Not one since yeah. that program's been in place, and I, I think it's like six, seven years going yep. on. Not one, not one child in the district <laughs> yep. has passed the math exam. Yep. Not one. Yeah, I mean that's that's pretty amazing to be able to say there's not one kid in the whole district that can get through this math exam. That's yeah. crazy. And and, and Hayflick and I have talked about this, Mike, on our podcast, but this is just one example of that. I mean, we've talked about Baltimore, city of Baltimore schools has has essentially said, you know what. 65 that's too high for or for uh, for passing rate. Let's bump that down to like 50%, right? Yeah, yeah. Schools doing this are not helping the kids in those oh, schools. Oh, no, of course not. No. It's making it way worse no. actually. And of course they play the racial garbage. Well, yeah. we, the grades would be better if our if it was more racially sensitive. Like no, the grades would be better if you these communities didn't have sperm donors as fathers and and we were actually pressing them to get good grades, right? If we were less worried on pensions and and, uh, and more worried about kids, you know, staying after school and getting the help that they needed, and really, really focusing on just the opposite. By the way, of instead of lowering the standards, raising the standards. Right? Forget about hey, fifties a new passing. How about ninety-five? That's what we're looking for. We're looking for ninety percent. That's what we want. If you fall into eighty, great. But we want ninety. These kids are smart enough to do that. You know, God bless them with with brains, and the, and we're just not forcing them to use them. Sad. Yeah, and and again, you know, there's certain things schools could do. Maybe kids aren't, you know, supposed to go to college. Maybe they should yeah. go into trades. Like you can push kids into different things by finding out what they're good yeah. at. 
that's the problem. Like we, like trades, they, they don't talk oh, about trades. You're, you're talking about fifth graders. I mean, these kids right. don't even know right. how to read and write. Well, that's true, uh, too. I mean, that's right. the thing. We're not talking about advanced calculus. Mm-hmm. We're talking about one plus one equals two. Yeah. Or how to read a book. <laughs> yeah. 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 They're not even at that point. They'll never even get to the trades because they can't read or write. I mean, you know, look at It's funny because I've had uh, friends of mine who are very good with their hands, whether it's with wood or helping me with my race car. And they'll go, oh, you're a numbers guy. And I'm like, then you're the numbers guy. Like, you're building an engine block down to, you know, one hundredth of a thousandth of an inch, yep. right? They calculate it all out. Then they're like, you're the numbers guy. I'm like, do you see what you're doing? Yep. Like, it's pretty amazing, right? I can cut a piece of wood, line it up, and make this huge structure within a sixteenth of an eighteenth of an inch using math. Right, right. <laughs> right? Yeah, and, and, and learning a skill, too, right? I mean, that that's something that we should be training all kids. Mike, we've said it before, too. Simple things like teaching kids how debt works in uh, school is, is well, for, just huge, right? For so many years. I mean, it's finally starting to turn a little bit because some of these families and kids are realizing, wait a minute, we can make some money in these trades, and, yep. and that's the way it needs to go. But forever, it was like, well, little Billy's not going to leave school unless he knows Spanish or French, but right. he doesn't have any idea what compound interest means or what right. the credit card debt means or what uh, taking out a student loan for $200,000 to get a philosophy degree means. Right. Uh, we'll just hopefully, we'll get the government to pay it back, right? So, uh, you know, the, you're 100% spot on. I mean, the whole, the, for, first of all, the Department of Education, we've said this right, has been a miserable failure. Yep. You've got, you know, these folks in, uh, you know, in Washington dictating what's going to happen with our children instead of allowing the teachers to teach, allowing the districts to teach, and allowing them to focus their time on the children as opposed to some garbage test that, you know, that they're, they're going to try to uh, sort of massage around to be able to get a half decent grades so they can still exist as a, as a, as a unit. It's 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 just, the whole system needs to be dismantled. You know, remember right them, next Mike. to the FBI, by the way. Remember though, they're not our children, Mike. They're their children, mm. so they they know better than yeah. we do on our children. Well, they that. they remember? don't because our yeah. children are getting better grades than their children. So, right. <laughs> so let's let's go into the the Hunter Biden and and uh, well the Hunter Biden I guess we'll call it uh, testimony this week and then the the <laughs> impending one day later not I'll a tell whole you what, day Hunter. Some of the photos that come out of him, man, these guy's nuts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just crazy. Yeah. I mean, the life that that guy has led, yeah. right? And to be able to do all that, whether it's snorting crack cocaine off of a prostitute's behind, or uh, or, or uh, a crack pipe shoved down his throat, yeah. he still manages a hedge fund. Yeah, I, I mean, he's still on the board of some of these big oil companies. I mean, it's really amazing. I mean, he's a, he's just absolutely an amazing man. Like you know. Uh, it, we, we should really study more of him because to be able to live that lifestyle and still accomplish all the accomplishments he has, you know, to be able to negotiate deals with foreign leaders. I mean, you know, that's pretty amazing. I mean, if I have a few beers on a Friday night and then we got to do the show on Saturday, I'm off, man. I'm yeah. just, and I, that's just a few drinks, you know, like he it's pretty amazing how he can do all he's done. Now imagine spending your night, you know, doing other things and, and, and smoking crack. You, you would, no, you, I would you, be dead. You'd be dead. Yeah. No, yeah. I'd be dead. There's no way yeah. I could be managing a hedge fund yeah. like he did. Yeah. No way I could be negotiating billion dollar deals like that. Very impressive. Very no, impressive. And, and as, as uh, Ed Krasenstein told me on Twitter this week, Mike, he has worked for two different presidential campaigns. He's managed a hedge fund. That's he's on right. the board of directors of Amtrak. I mean, he's I got it pretty all. pretty impressive. I mean, I, that should be the president. Future president. Right right? Yeah. 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 If you can do heroin and cocaine in the same day and negotiate a deal with, yeah. the, with you know, foreign leaders, I mean... <laughs> 
<laughs> I, I, I got to tell you, he's a bigger man than me. I, there's no way I could do that. I couldn't do that. Maybe it's my old age at the late 40s. I don't know. But Well, he was I, doing it in his 40s, Mike. I know. Don't sell yourself short. No, I, yeah. I'm selling myself short, yeah, man. Yeah. He's impressive. He's an impressive dude. I mean, that's the kind of leadership we probably need in Washington. His father doesn't even know where he is, can't walk off a stage without you know uh, uh, tripping over a bag that was sitting there for the last 10 years. Um, uh, but he seems to be able to negotiate deals with foreign leaders after snorting some heroin. Or, or, or do you snort heroin? I don't know what you do. No, you heroin addiction needle I, that's thing. That's not my thing. Whatever yeah, so. he's got in his pipe. Yeah. Well, <laughs> put that in your pipe and smoke yeah, it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, all kidding aside, too, this is a point I've made all week, but the fact that now we know Joe Biden was on over 20 different phone oh, calls that, with leader or with business partners. It doesn't matter what left wing group you're dealing with, whether it's at the level of Joe Biden and Hillary Clinton or whether it's some left wing extremist group here in Western New York, whether it's Buffalo or Rochester, everything they're pointing out, they do. Yep. Everything they point yep. out, they do. Yep. You're a fascist. Oh, really? <laughs> do you know what that is, actually? <laughs> right. Do you know I mean, is? it doesn't matter yeah. what level it's at. Yeah. Russia, Russia. Russia. Okay, well, you better believe that somehow they're getting money from some foreign leaders. Sure enough, there we go. You know, it doesn't matter what they say. If they're pointing at you, they're doing it, right? Yep. And uh, and we'll talk later in the show. I mean, they are really, really doing whatever. They are scared to death of Donald Trump. I mean, scared to death of Donald Trump. And then the the beauty of Donald Trump, and this is this is my number one, I love him. There's, there's positives and negatives about everybody. Man, that guy has stones like like I've never seen before. Yep. And a lot of people might negotiate, even if they didn't feel like they did something wrong. Like, yeah, I'm not going to drag my family through this. I'll, okay. You know, I'll, I'll negotiate it down to a parking ticket and we're going to move on. He's not negotiating anything. He's like, you know what? You asked me to come in the ring. I'm coming swinging. Yep. <laughs> He's great. And his family, by the way, has taken an absolute beating over the last seven years, by the way. So oh, you yeah. bring that up. It's not just about Donald Trump. No. His sons have been dragged through it. Yeah. His wife has been dragged through it. Like his wife takes a beating. Yeah. And and it's like now it's like this the students since since the Bidens have been well what what a better first lady Jill Biden is I know, like, I know. for well, what oh. for what reason oh you mean the first lady that was cheating on her first husband with Joe <laughs> that that lady yeah. oh yeah yeah real yeah. high character family yeah. oh do you mean Joe Biden who's totally neglected his granddaughter oh that yeah what a what a class act they are yeah. what a class act yeah. they are so much garbage it's not even funny then you've got the Trump family where the kids show up dressed very well uh, very educated. Right, I mean, it just aren't a, on the laptops. Total opposite. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. taking money from foreign leadership. So, oh, they they did. They, they showed real estate. Yeah, they sold real estate. That's yeah. what the family did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they do have real estate in other places, not influence real estate. Can't make this stuff up. We're going to get to more of that later, Mike, because I do want to talk about the the hilarious hypocrisy between the left and the right, especially with this new indictment. Folks, you can get throughout the week, 833 Finn Election guys. deniers. <laughs> election deniers. That, that's, that's what they say. Yeah, we got we just got some cool videos coming up, too. If you guys throughout the week, 833 Finn guys, don't forget about our podcast Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, and our morning show Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays at 815 on financialguysmedia.com. This is Mike Spraza and Mike Lomas on the Financial Guys Media Network. You're listening to The Financial Guys. Here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas.
All right, welcome back. Financial Guys radio show on the Financial Guys Media Network. Mike, we were just talking in the last segment about uh, the hypocrisy between the, the newest indictment of Donald Trump. That's the third one, by the way. Um, and and what's actually going on in the Biden administration. I was getting to before, this cracks me up with, with Joe Biden. So Hunter is on 20 calls, at least 20 calls, with, with foreign business partners. And, and his father, the president and vice president at the time, says he did not deal with Hunter's business dealings. Yet he's on phone calls over 20 times. And, and what, what his was. team said, it was they were talking about the weather, of course. Yeah. Um, but here's my problem. And I've said this a couple times. If you're a parent, which you are, Mike, and your children are introducing you to random people who you've never heard of or you don't know, you would maybe start asking yourself some questions, especially <laughs> yeah. especially when that person that, that is introducing you to these people is a drug addict sleazeball. Yeah. Right? Like you would think you'd ask yourself, who are these people that don't speak English that are asking me to do certain things or want money from me? Yeah. You would think that would be a big deal. Yeah, especially when you're the vice president of yeah. the United States of yeah. America. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty odd. I mean, they, they've extorted. They've, they've got them tied to 50 million dollars at this yeah. point. We all know anybody with a brain in their head knows the whole story about the big guy. We yeah. know the story about how they use their house to uh, shovel money back. You know, he's yeah. renting the house from dad for $50,000 a month. I mean, the house is worth $3,000 a month. It's yeah. uh, it, it's pretty, you can follow the money trail. They don't want to do it, right? It, it, everybody's in on it. You know, when they started looking at him through whatever it was, the IRS or whatever, they shut him down. They shut these agencies down. They're all in on it, and it's sad. You're a registered Democrat. You're going to keep their pensions intact. You're going to allow them to do what they need to do, which is ex- I'm sure they're extorting money as well. Then get out of their way. It's like Goodfellas. I mean, you know, if you're if you're in their way like Donald Trump is, they're going to do whatever they have to do to hurt you. If you're not in their way, you just walk like the like the Biden crime family does. Yeah, and and I think it, it, this is what every dictatorship ever in history has done, right, Mike? They yeah. they take out the guy that they're scared of and that they don't want to run against them, right? They are literally doing the things that a person like Hitler did, like Mussolini did, that Xi does in China. Like they're doing these things right in front of us, and and liberals don't see a problem with. It. They're like, oh, this is great, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get, oh, put yeah. him in jail. This is great. Yeah. Now they'll take away every yeah. bit of your liberty. They will take yeah. away every bit of your freedom to get their agenda rammed down your throat, and and under the disguise of oh, we we, we believe in freedom and everybody should be able to do what they want to do and a tranny. You should be able to educate five-year-olds about sex, right? Yep. Uh, I mean, we you're taking away our rights, right? That's that's what they do it under. Everything they're pointing to, they are actually the ones that have done it. Election deniers, we would never do that. It's all about a peaceful transfer. Oh, really? Uh, we would never deny an election. Oh, really? 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 Well, we play a video. Quick. Yeah, well, we can we can play. Uh, let's talk to uh, our friend and our old pal who is not in the race right now, but who knows if she will come back. Hillary Clinton, Mike. Um, she was unhappy with the 2016 election. Let's listen to her thoughts on that here. Campaign. You can even become the nominee, and you can have the election stolen from you. <gasps> what by Russia? How can you win with Russian interference? Though? Yeah, that's, that's what real I'm thing. scared about. Because you be a but rightly, because right. I think he's an illegitimate president that didn't really win. So how do you 
you know, fight against that in 2020. You are absolutely right. Oh, He's an really? illegitimate president in my mind. Would you be my vice president for candidate? Election denied. Folks, look, I absolutely agree. Trump didn't actually win the election in 2016. He lost the election and he was put in the office. So I just want to... Election pause. deniers. I, I just want to pause for one second, Mike. This, this recent indictment, if you read it and if you looked at it, it shows that that Jack Smith says because Donald Trump thought the election was stolen, that's the crime. <laughs> that's he can't the crime. think. No, right? no, yeah, yeah. He no. can't have an opinion. No, no, no. But you can't unless you're a Democrat. Right, right. right. Hillary could wipe a server clean. I mean, think about what she did, right? Wiping a server clean. She was an election denier. But that's just fine. That's okay. Because you know what? It's their left-wing radical agenda, right? They will take away every bit of your energy. They will police you at every bit of the way. We'd still be under COVID if it wasn't for conservative Republicans. You would be wrapped up in seven ounces of saran wrap at this point. Uh, Seven pounds of of saran wrap, I should say. Not ounces. Seven pounds of of saran wrap. You wouldn't be able to breathe because you'd have a bag over your face. Uh, And 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 again, they would just think this is just fine. This is any time we can take away your rights, but you you follow our left wing radical agenda. We're great with it. We're good with it. Let's hear some more. Yeah. Because the Russians interfered. Russia interfered with our election, attacked our democracy. That's Akeem Jeffries, the by the way. purpose of artificially placing someone at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. They were successful. Trump knows he's an illegitimate president. The president or elect, although legally elected, is not legitimate. I don't see this president elect as a legitimate president. You said you believe that Russia's interference altered the outcome. That, the that's my favorite, by I the do. way. We have they they believe Russia. Russia, Russia, Russia. Team. And then we find out the Biden crime family is the one that's actually <laughs> yeah. getting all the money from all these foreign leaders. It's, uh, it's wonderful. It's just, just wonderful. Let's really, not, really wonderful. In all seriousness, let's not forget the Russia collusion hoax was proven to be false, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So all of these people... Hakeem Jeffries, mm. uh, Hillary Clinton, Adam Schiff. Adam Schiff. Yeah. They need to be indicted tomorrow. Oh, all that's of them. Wonderful. Just all of wonderful. Them. Yeah, they won't do it, right? And that's where I wish a, a, a Speaker McCarthy had the stones, as you would say, Mike, to go up to Congress and say, this is BS, and we need to fix this. Yep. They well, won't do it. They got the checkbook. They should be defunding everything they possibly can. They, everything they possibly can. Defund, defund, defund. I'm going to keep playing a little bit more of this video. By the way, this is 24 minutes long, Mike. We won't play the whole thing. But that's how much election denial we have from the left in the last six years. Uh, has been assisted by the Russians and may, in fact, not be a legitimate president. The one thing that Trump Hillary. is fearful of uh, when it comes to his being president is that finally we will see how illegitimate his victory actually was. I have an objection. I object to the 15 votes from the state of North Carolina. I object <gasps> because people are horrified. He's an illegitimate president. Our election was hijacked. There is no question. Congress has a duty to hashtag protect our democracy and hashtag follow the facts. John Lewis is completely right. There is a cloud of illegitimacy around the election of Donald Trump. The Russian... 
election deniers. It's 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 wild. I mean, it really to hear all these people and what they've said, Mike, for the last six years about this, and then now you're going to indict Donald Trump on this. I hope Donald Trump's team brings that to court because that that right there will show you the the ridiculousness that Jack Smith is, that Department you of Justice is. You gotta hope. I, I, my fear with with the court system is we we continue to indoctrinate these left wing nut jobs and send them to these universities, right? And to your point before, as we started the show for a long time, we didn't have people going to um, anything else but universities, right? You weren't yep. going to a trade school, learn how to be a plumber, electrician. You had to go get your indoctrination at a business school from a business professor that has never run a business in his or her life, yep. has no idea what it's like to actually run a business, right? There to indoctrinate you. And now we see these law schools like University of uh, New York Law or whatever. The SUNY Law. SUNY yeah, Law, yeah. Law, whatever. Yeah. I mean, the 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 um, the speech this year was all about hating America. I mean, this is somebody who could possibly be a judge, right? This is somebody who's going to be a prosecutor or whatever, right? I mean, she's got she's got the law degree. I don't know if she passed the bar yet, but she's got the law degree. I'm sure she's got you know. I'm sure she knows the answers to be able to get her law degree, and that's who we're you know sending through these courts. We saw with the lawsuit against the health commissioner, we got a left wing judge who said, "Yeah, nah, she's she's the only one." collecting massive amounts of overtime but the taxpayers don't deserve to actually hear any any yep. any part of this so let's just it, we're under crisis that's just fine we were under crisis for three years right like people were blowing their nose and we were still under crisis so uh but yeah taxpayers they don't deserve to get any answers that's just fine let's throw it out we're coming up on a hard break i will tease this we will uh, well, i'll let you guess after the break mike who appointed the judge that will be overseeing this trial for donald trump you won't believe it who it is uh in dc there again folks yes about the week 833 fin guys special guest from our office russ geyser coming up right after the break do not turn that dial we will be right back did you just parachute in from another planet mr secretary because you're the only person in the middle who believes that we're not having massive massive illegal immigration into america Senator, you're you're um, you're putting words into my mouth. No, sir. I'm accurately describing the situation. All right, welcome back, Financial Guys Radio Show here on the Financial Guys Media Network. Mike Sparaza, Mike Lomas in studio today. Uh, Real quick before we get to our special guest, Mike, I'm gonna I'll give this the question to you, and then I'll give it to our special guest, Russ Geyser from our office. Who appointed the judge that will be overseeing this trial for Donald Trump in D.C.? Who would you guess? Oh gosh. I, I throw it at me. You it's got, a, it's I, a, Russ. You want to take a shot at it, Russ? Probably not the right one to ask, but I would think it would not be favorable. To the <laughs> <laughs> you are on the money. It is a Barack Obama appointed judge that will be overseeing this. She's also overseen some of the January six trials, which obviously have been a uh, total, you know, hack against yep. you know conservatives. Well, so. And that's the fear, right? Yep. The fear is that. You know that that we get these left wing nut jobs who are not actually looking at the law. Right. Yep. When I go yep. back to us going after the health commissioner here during COVID, um, you know, clearly something was not right. Every health commissioner in the entire state 
outside of one, did not collect a penny in overtime. Right? Yep. Her contract said she shouldn't have overtime, yep. right? yet she was paid hundreds of thousands of dollars in overtime, and she wasn't saving the world. She was handing out Narcan, uh, Narcan and uh, condoms. condoms. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's what she was doing, right? And all we wanted to do as taxpayers was just to get some accounting of it, right? Like, hey, why did we do this? Why, why was she the only one? Why didn't they do it in Syracuse? Why didn't they do it in Albany? Why didn't they do it in New York City, right? What did she do to deserve this? This is our money. We should be able to ask these questions. We get a left-wing judge out of Lancaster. Doesn't care. Nah, yep. no, you know what? We're in a crisis. Yeah, you know what? That's even more of a reason. That is the time where you yep. really need answers because that's when stuff gets abused like we've never seen before, right? Yep. Which we now see, right? Oh, you know, millions and millions of dollars of uh, of lilac hand sanitizer just yep. wasted. Just yep. wasted, right? Millions and millions and millions of dollars for boats that we didn't need, that we never used, right? That we were told we had to have because so many people were dying of COVID and we can't fit them anywhere. We got to get... So what does Trump yep. do? He says, okay, Andrew, we'll send you the ships. Not one person steps foot on those yep. ships. Not one, Just wasted ways. Those are the times where taxpayers need to get answers. Of course, you get a left-wing judge saying, nah, don't, don't worry. Don't worry about don't worry about the law during these times. That's Never fine. question anything, Mike. Yeah. That, that's uh, just like Donald Trump. He cannot question the election results. He has no right to do that, right? That, that's yeah. what they're going to tell us. And he's a conspiracy theorist that caused an insurrection on January 6th. That's what they're going to tell us for the rest of our lives. Um, Russ, thanks for joining us. Yeah, you're welcome. You're just going to do as you're told, Mike. Uh, yeah, that's how it works, man. That's how it works. Yep. yep. No, that's exactly what you need to do. The left wingers are like, this is what you're going to do if you don't agree with us. You're a racist. Yep. Misogynist. So, Russ, what's going on? I know you're a, uh, a candidate for the CFP. I, I know you've been you've been working your butt off on that. Tell us a little bit about what's going on. Sure. Yeah, we. Uh, I'm getting real close. Uh, so, candidate for CFP certification. A lot of people ask what that what that is, what I'm able to do uh, differently, and it's really not about what I'm able to do differently. I, you know, our licenses in our industry really are what allow, allow us to do what we do. But uh, you know, I, I I strove to get the CFP marks or you know be a candidate for CFP marks just because it, I thought it showed commitment and and it helps kind of as you know. Uh, the go-to for all things financial planning. So really what it is is just showing a dedication to the field that we're serious about what we do. Yeah, I, I love that. You know, when you look around our office, we have certified financial planners, chartered financial analysts. You know, I always brag about the CFA folks. I say, jokingly, we don't let them out of the office. Their job is to look at the computers all day at the stocks and bonds and, and you know, report back to us and our team about what's going on in the market. But we've got certified experts in so many areas, whether it's social security planning, college planning. You know, Mike Shaver is a certified financial planner and a certified college planning expert, right? We've got certified estate planning experts with Anthony. Uh, and now, you know, we've, we're adding to the list of more certified financial planners as you're a candidate for that. So awesome news. And, uh, and you know, and we really do work as a team, which is very different than most organizations. So if you want our help, whether it comes to retirement planning, estate planning, you want to talk to folks that are certified financial planners. Uh, well, most of, I think all of us are registered investment advisors. It means we're fiduciaries. We have to act in your best interest. 833-FIN-GUYS. Uh, yep. Real quickly, what's going on with the Dave Ramsey? You know, I know you can help a lot of people when it comes to you know, credit card debt and understanding how to budget. And you know, what's funny is the people that take advantage of that, when I plug it on the radio, you would think it was 
I, I say like I now say poor people, but people who are drowning in debt, and, and usually, and, and the 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 candidate that takes us up on that offer is somebody that's not drowning in debt, but just wants to know which bill they should pay off first. <laughs> and I've yeah, used well, you for that. You know, I've got two mortgages. I've I've done a good job of prepaying them down. I've got a house in Florida and a house here in Alma. Um, the the interest rates are low, so I don't want to prepay it off too much, but I do want to get them out of my life. And so I sat down with you and we talked about, all right, which one should we pay off first, right? So a lot of people take advantage of you like that with resources, but they just want to know how to optimize things. That's right. Well, the, you know, the Ramsey program, it's funny because like you said, not necessarily, it's not people who are just starting off, although it can be that, but it's really, you know, 70% of Americans live paycheck to paycheck and a lot of them do that and don't have to. So it's kind of getting out of your own way. How do you establish a clear plan to identify your goals and objectives, budgeting, cash flow, management expertise, and really debt elimination? Because I always tell people your income is your most powerful wealth-building tool. And the more of that going out to frivolous things or, you know, an interest, uh, high-interest credit cards right now as, you know, interest rates have climbed can, uh, you know, get in the way of your other goals. And so put a logical plan together and uh, just help people walk walk them through those things. So right. as well with the other certifications with Social Security, income planning, and those types of things, too. Ross, that stat to me, you say that all the time, is so staggering, that 70% yeah. of Americans live paycheck to paycheck. I mean, that that's almost hard to believe. It is, and I think it's just a matter of priorities for a lot. I mean, there are people who, you know, they work three jobs and struggle to meet ends meet, uh, and they're really just doing their best to do that, and they're in a hole, but... There are people who, you know, are uh, earning a good living, uh, but they just don't know kind of what to do or how money works or how to make it work for you. It's it's all about, you know, indulging in everything today and they forget about tomorrow. Uh, so so their, their hard-earned dollars go out the window. But you got to plan for tomorrow because it's, it's going to come quicker than you think. Yep, I agree. 833-FIN-GUYS. Hey, thank you, sir. You, any workshops coming up that we should plug, or we're, uh, we'll, maybe in the next few weeks we'll be getting that together? Yeah, that, that's coming up shortly uh, over the next few weeks, and uh, to look for that on our TFG Academy on our website. Okay, awesome. Thank you, sir. All safe right, uh, safe Saturdays. 833-FIN-GUYS, by the way, if you're looking to interview our team of professionals. Don't forget about the guy next to me, by the way. Over 25 companies to help save you money when it comes to your home and auto, your business planning, helping a lot of business owners out there save money. Um, you know, we got a new commercial out. Uh, auto thefts are up over 350% in Rochester and over 150% in Erie County. You're doing a bang-up job, you dummy dums. Yes. Bang-up yes. job. Yes. So, yes. Keeping the streets safe, yeah, my so, friend. So guess yeah. what's going to happen with all this cashless bail stupidity insurance rates are going to go up and you're going to pay for it you still got to shop it though folks and we you know you've got over 25 lines and we are going to be having conversations with clients that your insurance premium went up right still got to try to help save people money in our last couple minutes before the break mike i think that's a good thing to talk about so i'm seeing it we have two companies specifically i won't name them by name but we have two companies specifically right now in new york that are not allowing us to write any new business because their loss ratios are so high. Part of it's stolen vehicles, part of it's lawsuits, part of it's accidents, right? 
it's it's what I saw in Florida, Mike, and you know this because you have a place in Florida. Glenn knows this. He has a place in Florida. Rates are going up across the country. We're telling people every day, look, hey, rates have gone up. Maybe we should stay put or, hey, rates have gone way up. We got to shop this and fix it. Yeah. It's a scary time for insurance right now. A big part of this is the ridiculous lawsuits. Yes. Ridiculous lawsuits. And when you say, oh, Mike, you're always beating up the Democrats. Now, we beat up both of them, but I will say we beat up the Republicans because they mainly watch the Democrats, right? Right. And a big thing the Democrats have pushed, mainly these left-wing attorneys that get involved in politics, is not fixing tort reform. Yep. The ridiculous lawsuits that are out there, and we've talked about them here. You mm-hmm. know, uh, I'm playing in a baseball game. I this sli- is a true story. <laughs> I slide into home base, and I break my jaw, and I sue the person I slid into. That's a true story. Um, uh, I fell on the sidewalk because it wasn't perfect. Another true story. Another true true story. I'm suing the homeowner. And then as we check on the, on this person to see if they're okay, they're out jogging, getting ready for the corporate challenge. They sue and get a check for $10,000. I mean, tort reform. Now I will say this, Florida has just recently passed some tort reform. Mm-hmm. They're going to start to fight some of this stuff, and they should. Yep. Right? Some of these ridiculous lawsuits where these uh, attorneys that work five hours a year then take on two cases, yep. sue and get one-third of it, and, and not all the cases. I'm not saying all the cases. Yes, there's certainly lawsuits that should happen. But when you fall on a sidewalk... And the next day you're out uh, uh, jogging for the corporate challenge, you should not be getting one penny. When you're playing baseball and you're sliding into home base, in my opinion, you're taking on the responsibility of maybe possibly getting hurt. And that happens, right? Okay, you got hurt. Go get fixed. You don't sue the person you slid into, and they do it just for money, and they do it because they can. It's ridiculous, and you're the ones paying for it. And I'll say this, too. You know, I Again, we wrote business in Florida for a long time. I will tell you that... There is an insurance crisis in Florida. I hope what DeSantis did with the tort reform, Mike, will work. It is a crisis down there. There are people that literally cannot afford insurance down there. Yeah, it, it's, it's here. It's coming it's here. Coming here. Yeah. Yeah. It's coming here. That's what I'm getting at. For those of you who go, yeah, yeah. Well, DeSantis didn't yeah. know what he's doing. Yeah. No, it's yeah. coming to New York. It's coming here. Oh, and, and guess what? It'll be it'll be twice as bad in New York. Anything that any other state is messing up, California and New York, I assure you, will mess up twice as bad. And I will say this about New York. We know because we can see the data. There are companies, not some of the ones, some of the ones we use, and, and some of the ones that we don't use, that are applying like for thirty, fifty, and seventy percent rate increases with the state of New York because they are that underwater. And I see their reports. It's not like insurance companies are lying to us. We see if they're bringing in a million dollars, they're paying out one point two. You can't do that, obviously, in business. And they're going after rates. I'm not trying to scare anybody, but that's why you have to work with people that can shop around. Sometimes we'll tell you to stay put. Sometimes we'll tell you, look, the five dollars is worth moving for. Um, folks, again, if you need us throughout the week with all our departments, we are a one-stop financial shop, 833-FINGUYS. Mike, I do want to get to a little more of the uh, Donald Trump indictment number three, number four coming soon in Georgia. Um, again, folks, do not turn that dial. We'll be right back after this short break. You're listening to The Financial Guys. Now, Here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. All right, welcome back. Happy Saturday, Financial Guys Radio Show. 
We were just talking, uh, Mike, a little bit about insurance rates, scary times we're living in. Everything seems to be going up. Build back better, as Joe Biden would say. Everything is being built back perfectly in his administration, as we're noticing, whether you're at the supermarket, whether you're paying for your auto and home insurance, or, you know, Mike, whether you're afraid about, to walk outside. Because, how about this one? They downgraded the U.S. debt this week. Yes. I mean, yes. build back better. Yes. shouldn't yes. take you from AAA to AA+. Plus. That's yes. not building back better. Yes. That's not building back better. Now, again, I can yell and scream at the Democrats and the Republicans because Donald Trump and his buddy spent just as much money as the Democrats. They all say, hold my beer. My big government is going to be bigger than your big government, right? Yep. We have to get back to spending less than we make. Mm -hmm. We've got to at least break even. You cannot continue to borrow money. I've said, by the way, before the federal government gets in trouble, there's going to be a few states that get in trouble. It'll be New York, California, Illinois. They are going to go bankrupt. I, I just don't see any other way out of that. I really don't. They have no pro-growth policies. Never. Never. When they have the opportunity to actually support a business, they screw them every time. Unless you're a big business that gives money to the Democrats, right? So if you're one, if you're uh, uh, Warren Buffett, I'm sure you'll be just fine. You'll continue to get your handouts. But if you're the mom and pop that own the hardware store or four uh, restaurants and you started out with nothing, you're going to continue to get hurt. We're going to continue to come after you. Uh, to the point, by the way, where if you think you're going to leave and only pay us taxes on the seven months you're here, then not all 12, we're going to audit you and ram it right down. We're gonna, you're going to spend so much money on accountants and lawyers that you'll just eventually say, I'm leaving the state altogether. Speaking of our state, Mike, uh, I'm going to play this. This is Mayor Adams, you know, something again that we all thought was, uh, you know, an obvious, a given that the border was wide open and that's a problem. Um, the Democrats didn't see it that way for a long time. They said, you know, it's not really a problem. The border's not. Kamala Harris closed it down. It's shut down. No, it's nothing to worry about here. Um, now. The videos on Mayorkas is on, are unreal. They're unreal. Unreal. They're when unreal. you watch that, you think, yeah. Yeah, could he be this dumb? I mean, yeah. I, I, I'll, I'll give him credit. Like, to sit up in front of those people and lie like that is just amazing. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you're like, really, really working hard. I'm making sure the border's safe. Yep. No, you're not. I mean, you know, they, they show chart after after chart after chart of what happened right after election day, yep. like literally the day of, like, okay, borders open here, you know, we can see the stats. It's like, uh, I mean, as simple as the Buffalo Bills, uh, you know, when they stunk, the stadium was half full. Guess what? We've got videos, pictures of them being three and whatever, and nobody at the stadium. Right. And now they're good. And guess what? The stadium's full. And yep. guess what we have? Pictures of a full stadium. <laughs> That's it. We got it. That's got right. it. It's, it's simple. Th this is great here, Mike. Sanctuary City, and I'm saying that on purpose, New York City is now telling us, oh, my gosh, we can't do this anymore. This is bad. Eventually, this was going to come to a neighborhood near you. Having someone embedded is a good start. That, that came from the Secretary of Homeland Security. We want to thank him. But I've been very clear on what we need. We need to control the border. <gasps> We need to call a state of emergency. And we need to what are these dummy dams? Like, where have you been? Where have you been? Right? See, the game plan for them was it was only going to hurt Texas and Florida. That's what it was going to hurt. It was only going to hurt the red states. See, that's why they were all loving and inclusive. Right? Martha's Vineyard, we would love to have you cross the border. Wait, they're showing up in my backyard? Get out. Get out. What do you think was going to happen? 
happen? I mean, you're a sanctuary city. Like, could they be that stupid? Could you be that dumb? This, I'm going to play that again one more time because it's great. It, it, we need to close the border. We need to control the border. We need no to kidding. Need the babies. We need, we need to control the border. It's simple. No kidding, right? Like we need to we need to control the border, right? Yeah, obviously, of course we do. Any normal country would want to control the border, Mike. Right. I mean, well, guess what? Every other country does. Yeah, do right. yourself a favor, folks. Go sneak into Mexico and see how they treat you. Yeah, go sneak into Mexico. Go down there and sneak into. Go Mexico. to Europe. Go yeah. try and go try yeah. and start a life in Europe without having to do the right things, like mm. you know, get your residency yeah. there, get your citizenship sneak, there. See, sneak into China. See what yeah. happens with you. See, yeah. sneak into yeah. China. Yeah. See, See how they treat yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. See Did how you they see treat the guy you. that just snuck into North Korea? He's not coming back. Yeah, That's no. a military member of ours. Yeah. He's not coming back, right? Yeah, no. Sneak in. See what happens. These people crack me up. Mike, we got a few minutes left in the segment. I do want to talk about, I don't know if you heard yesterday or excuse me, this week, uh, Justin Trudeau, Mike, uh, getting divorced from his wife. Yeah. I'll bet you a beer that he was cheating on her or something is going to come out where he was just yes. not a good guy. Yes. I, I will yes. bet. You know yeah. why? Because he's a left-wing liberal nut job. And whenever they say, oh, you, 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 we need more uh, training for sexual whatever. Yep. We need to be, we need yep. more training so people get treated right in the workforce. More training, 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 more government, more government, more government. You better believe, like an Andrew Cuomo, that there's some stuff in your backyard. Yep. I, I, I'll bet everything. I'll bet you a good beer, a good, yep. a good beer. Yeah. Another great article. Not a Bud week. Light. No, not a Bud Light. No, no, no. I mean, I'll just, we'll dump that. Uh, uh, another great article, Mike Hayflick sent us this week, Mike. Why it took four years, this is a CNN article, by the way, why it took four years for the Bidens to acknowledge their seventh grandchild. And here, you'll never believe what this says here. Um, one, one person involved in the internal discussions about the matter said, they were following Hunter's wishes. It's hard to do something without throwing your son <laughs> under the bus. Okay, he should be thrown under the bus. Absolutely. The guy's a sleazeball. Come that's, on. That's how you know <laughs> the family just has zero values. You know, we Come were talking on. about this earlier in the week on the podcast. You know, when I grew up, I look at my mom and dad, and I I know for a fact, 1,000%, that if I was a crackhead and I had a baby out there, my mom and dad would be doing whatever they have to to try to get in that baby's life. They would be doing whatever they have to to you know to help that baby. Yep. And the last thing they would be doing is denying that baby. They would say, we got to do whatever we got. I just know that. Those are the values that I was brought up with. And you know what? I was brought up with those values. And now I would do the same thing, right? And nobody's saying, okay, you've got a son that's got uh, issues. You know, shame on you. That's not the case. Shame on you for supporting him. Shame on you for for using your influence to get him money so he can buy his crack cocaine, but not shame on you. We all could do the right things and have a child that goes off, right? Help that person. But when you start denying your family like that, a, a baby, and, and then you say, okay, well, we should all uh, aspire to have your values because, yeah. you know... We, Honor and dignity. Yeah. yeah. We, we yeah. should be you. Give yeah. me a break. Yeah. Take a long walk off a short pier, my friend. I yeah. mean, that tells me a lot about you and your family and what you believe. You believe Joe Biden and the money machine is worth more than your granddaughter. That's what you believe. And it's a shame because if it was a Trump family, can you imagine oh my God, if Donald, Donald Trump was yeah. ignoring yeah. and said, oh yeah, my son who's a crackhead, we're just, we don't want anything to do with his daughter, how much they would be bashing him? Yeah. I mean, they would just be destroying him in the media. Yeah. Nobody even mentions it. The left-wing scumbag media couldn't be bothered. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, they attack, they attack. It would be a top news story every single day. Mm -hmm. It would be ahead of January 6th and the FBI letting people yeah. in uh, into the Capitol. It would be every single, everywhere you turn, it would be what a dirtball the Trump family is for denying this little girl. What Could you imagine treating a little girl like that? Disgusting. Uh, I'm going to do a quick little text poll, Mike. So people text in 716-817-0716. One question I'd have to everybody if they want to write in, do you believe these indictments are true against Donald Trump? Because the, the left and the media, they have undoubtable evidence, Mike, right, that, that Donald Trump was January 6th and he conspired it and he's the person that did it. Not Nancy Pelosi who was walking around with the camera crew. Not Nancy Pelosi who, who said, we don't need the extra police that day. It was Donald Trump. If you agree with the the indictments text us why we'd love to know 716-817-0716 mike real quick before we go to the break we have one minute here uh the hollywood reporter quoted multiple academics slamming jason aldean's hit song try that in a small town for having secretly encoded racial messages mm -hmm. that appeal to america's divide oh, yeah. you can't make this stuff up anymore no. have you heard some of the top songs in the country yep. the foul language yep. uh the yep. the words that they use yep. and they couldn't be bothered no couldn't be no. bothered. They also don't care about the city of Chicago where African-Americans are being slaughtered literally by the day from gun violence. They don't care about that. Um, folks, you need us about the week, 833-FIN. Guys, don't forget about our podcast, of course, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, all on financialguysmedia.com and our morning show, 815 to 830 every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I did have the opportunity to interview um, somebody close to the Trump campaign, Gavin Wax, this week. He is the leader of the New York Young Republicans Club. Interesting take uh, with, with the indictment this week. He had some, some hot takes on that. All that on financialguysmedia.com. We will be right back after a quick break. The following program has been pre-recorded and is paid programming. Securities offered through Peak Brokerage, LLC. Member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Independent Solutions Wealth Management. The financial guys in Independent Solutions are not an affiliate of Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. The political views on this show do not reflect the views of Peak Brokerage. This show is not intended to provide specific legal, tax, investment, or other professional advice. Please consult a professional for your specific situation. This radio show is for informational purposes only and is not intended to solicit or recommend any particular security. The information discussed is obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but its accuracy and completeness are not guaranteed. I don't put companies here in New York anymore. Those states are uninvestable. The policy here is insane. The taxes are too high. Some pushback from our, our elected officials in New York I on that. going to take Kathy Hochul. Yeah. But I'll debate it, them any time of the day you want. Uh, we would love to debate them. AOC, she's great at killing jobs. She kills jobs by the thousands. It's the Financial Guys Radio Program with local financial experts, Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. All righty, welcome back. Financial Guys Radio Show here on the Financial Guys Media Network. Mike Sparaza, Mike Lomas in studio today. Happy Saturday to everybody out there. Mike, as you mentioned before, it's bill season now. We're getting rolling on a preseason game next weekend. Yeah. Practice. Do you tickets? I do. I yeah. do. All right. Yeah. I, I think I got tickets for a home opener. So yes. So is your dad have tickets? No, no. He really? Got, yeah. After, after the COVID thing, he was he was booted after. Not that. that I wanted to hang out with him, but no. I did want to pre tailgate no. with him because he brings all the food. We can still make him grill, and he just will have to go to a bar after <laughs> after the tailgate. That'll work. We'll do that <laughs> as long as he's cooking for us. Yeah, he's a great cook. We we do have a special guest here, Mike, today. Uh, Leah Bieber from our office, from our Medicare department, live with us. 
Leah, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I it's am good. Her first first time on radio, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Make we'll, her nervous, Mike. Well, there you go. Right. Yeah, we'll there break you go. her in. We, yeah. Anne is already yelling at us. Yeah. Like you're. I said, don't worry. There's only at least three or four hundred thousand people at a minimum listening. So. More than CNN. No, We're that's why well. I always tell people, like, look, at, we've been on this for almost thirty years. There is nothing that we haven't already messed up. Nothing. I, I will say, Mike, I, I feel you, almost perfect. perfect. I'm almost yeah. perfect, yes. No, no, we've all said things. We've all uh, lost our train of thought. We've all done it. Yeah. yeah. Um, enrollment season, real quickly, we won't keep you here forever. We spend, we appreciate you spending some time on a Saturday. Enrollment season's coming up. What What is enrollment season? Like, you know, I mean, I, I you know, we sort of know because it it's in our office. I sort of, I'm not a certified AHIP expert like you guys. I do see you guys studying all the time. And it's funny because I'm like, you guys got your licenses. Like, what do you study? But every year, you've got to review the plans, right? I mean, they change every year, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, every year, we go through recertifications. With the plans changing every single year, we are always following up with all of our clients. We want to make sure that they are on the best plans for them. So when it comes to AEP, which is the annual election period, we reach out to them. We review their prescriptions. We review their doctors. If there's any big changes, we make sure that they're all set for the following year. Yeah, and should I do that every year? Like, let's say I'm 70 and I've been on the same plan for five years. Should I bother? Like, should I call you every year and, yeah. and review it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because things change, right? Yes. Like, yes. Uh, that's what's amazing to me. Like, there's so much, you know, when we manage money for a living and people are so worried about their money and they're worried about their health, but then they're not worried enough about their health to just review their Medicare plan once a year. And a lot of times, I, I, again, just because I'm going to the office, some people are in your office for like 15 or 20 minutes. And you, I see you guys leaving and laughing and like, okay, they must be in the plan, right? They just they just stay in the right the plan they're in. But then some things change, whether it's their health or the company itself, and you got to make moves, right? Yeah, yeah. There, there are some people that are on plans and they're on the same plan for years and years. Um, and that's not always a good thing because there are plans that come out every year that are saving you money, that are adding more benefits, that they're, they're ever changing. So yeah. every year it's super important to meet up and um, we're always going to do what's best. Uh, well, if I'm turning 65, mm -hmm. they make me make decisions, right? Like I have to do something when I turn 65. Yes. Yes. So when you turn 65, they kind of throw you out there on your own. Uh, they don't let you know that you could be penalized. They don't let you know um, that there's a, a window that you have to apply. If I do it wrong, am I penalized forever? You are penalized. That's for crazy. The rest of your life. That is yeah. crazy. Like yeah. I tell about that. Like you get one chance if you don't if you don't do it right <laughs> when you're turning 65. Yeah, you're just messed up forever. forever. Yeah. You're yeah. penalized forever. That's yeah. crazy. So when people are turning 65, they really have to, folks. You really, uh, I'm encouraging you to go out and find a AHIP certified expert. Not your brother-in-law, not your sister-in-law. Nothing against them, but find an AHIP certified expert that can help make the right decisions with you and for you because you get one chance to sign this up. Even I laugh, like, you guys during enrollment season are crazy. Mm -hmm. Like, you're here at, like, 6 in the morning. You're leaving at midnight, right? And it's such an important decision, and they give everybody, like, 60 days to make it. Uh, every, like, cram it right in. Like, right. And, then, and then, of course, the last week, I know uh, it's crazy here because you get all the folks who are like, oh, I forgot to do it, mm -hmm. and I've got one week, and so your schedule is crazy. Look, folks, 833-FIN, guys, are you already 
sort of figuring out that schedule for enrollment season? Yes. Are people actually already calling and saying, I want this appointment the third week of October? Yep. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So 833-FIN-GUYS if you want to be a part of that for a complimentary consultation. And I'll say one thing, too, before we let you go, Leah. I mean, I know my business is the same way. We meet with people, and there's some people we can help, and some people will just tell, hey, stay where you are. You're in a good spot. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's a bad thing. Sometimes letting people be in the right position they're supposed to be in is a good thing. And I think we have a great team. You guys, Brian, Chris, all of you guys sit down with people and really help them make the right decision. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Leah Bieber. Uh, are you related to Justin at all or not? I am not, no. Oh. <laughs> uh, I actually saw him, do you know? Did you? Uh, yeah. Uh, so By yourself or with, with family? Uh, with Well, I yeah. wouldn't really know who he was, but I was... Oh, well, you're in person, you're saying? Yeah, yeah. Oh, we're oh, on the beach oh. in Jupiter, oh. Florida, oh. and he sits next to us with some young lady, and my Olivia says, that's Justin Bieber. And I'm like, no, nah, I don't think that's not Justin Bieber. I'm like, yeah, that's Justin Bieber. I'm like, I don't think it's Justin Bieber. So we're hanging out and, and you know, we didn't really talk to him at all, but he was uh, just hanging out and, and I didn't didn't think anything of it. And then we went back to the house and it was all over the news. Justin Bieber on uh, on Jupiter Beach. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that was him. Like, I would have thrown the football around with him. We could have been good buddies. I thought but. you said you went to his concert. I was going to say that did not, you did not seem like a Justin Bieber guy to me. No, I went yeah. to, I, well, I would go for the kids. Yeah, I went yeah, to see yeah. Taylor Swift before she was, before you had to like cut off your left arm to yeah. go see her. Yeah. Uh, I took Olivia. So me and Olivia went, she was like five years old. She fell asleep and it was just me and Taylor Swift. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah. It was a, it was, it was, nice. it was quite the night. Yeah. Now they and it was good. It was 20, like we paid like, 25 or 30 bucks a ticket and now she's like seven thousand dollars and your left toe and you can't even if seven thousand dollars might not get you what you need it yeah, might not right. get you what you need leah awesome job thank you so much we'll get her on uh, quite a bit here in the next few months so uh, uh because it's enrollment season and folks you got a very very short window to make the right decision 833 fin guys as leah said we're already booking into october and november if you want a complimentary review of where you are and sometimes it's as quick as 15 or 20 minutes here's the medication trainers, the drugs, you're all set. You are in the right spot. Sometimes your health has changed. And as Leah pointed out, sometimes the plans change. You need to know this stuff. Use them as a resource. 833 guys. Thanks again for joining us, Leah. Yep, thank you guys. It is crazy with the show sometimes, Mike. I feel like we're like in Medicare season, then it's tax season, and then like we're gearing up for Medicare season. Yeah, again. I used to it's, measure yeah. my life like, and I still do. Yeah. Like, but now that you guys are filling in quite a bit, it's like every day seemed like Saturday. Like, wait a minute, what the what the heck just happened to the week? It's Saturday again. Yeah, we're crazy. Yeah. It, it is craziness. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of crazy, Mike, can I give can I bring up an article real quick here? You're talking about the legalization of prostitution in New York. Well, that's crazy that's too. What I was not going there. Now. The state is going absolutely broke. Absolutely broke, and uh, and we're focused on legalizing prostitutes. I yeah. mean that that would seem like the priority right now. I would think now is the time. Yeah. Now is the time, Mike. Th- this is uh, this is our pal. Uh, you know the, the guy that was sleeping with Chinese spies, uh, Eric Swalwell. He tweets out this week. On January 6th, I gaveled the House in to start the day. A few hours later, when Trump's terrorists attacked the chamber, I texted my wife. <laughs> These are the same terrorists, by the way, that were escorted in by the FBI. We have it on video. Them walking them around. I think you'll find this picture pretty delightful. Yeah, yeah the 85-year-old grandmother, real terrorist. Yes. Um, when Trump's ter- This gets better, Mike. When Trump's terrorists attacked the chamber, I texted my wife that I loved her and to kiss our children goodbye for me. It's time for justice to be 
served. This is the same party, by the way. AOC, who wasn't even there that day, said she was hiding underneath a desk, like <laughs> waiting for like a nuclear bomb to go off. She wasn't even there. She wasn't even there. Yeah. I mean, these this people the same are party sick. that says, if you see them in a restaurant, <laughs> you attack. Yeah, yeah. If you see them, yeah. call, go after them. That's yeah. the same party. Yeah. The same party. I mean, yeah. these people are are literally nuts. No, they are. They are mentally ill at a whole different level. And uh, unfortunately, you're not going to ever show them facts. Facts don't matter to them, right? Nope. It doesn't matter what the discussion is. You want to talk about schools? Facts don't matter. Graduation rates don't matter. You want to talk about economic prosperity? Facts don't matter. They will look at Venezuela, where they have now taken all the animals out of the zoo to eat. Uh, they're at 30% unemployment rates. And they'll say, well, that's a different type of socialism. I mean, that's just how mentally ill they are, right? We'll say, hey, look at everywhere in the world we had big government. Pick a topic, guns. Hey, we they we need more laws. Okay, well, let's look at where the laws have been already put in place. Let's put it at Chicago. Yep. Is Chicago safer now? No. Okay, well, then why would we continue to do what we're doing? There's some other issue there. The issue is we have all the laws we need. You just don't follow them, Democrats. No. You just say cashless bail is a good idea, and we let the same people out. We had Rudy Giuliani on a few weeks ago. He was saying they did an independent study, and all the majority of the crime, it was something like 80% of the crime in New York City is caused by the same 300 people. Isn't that crazy? Because we know exactly who they are. Uh, well, nuts. The same 300 people are the ones leading the wave of this, this continuous crime wave. Yep. Uh, and uh, and 300 people? Really? Yep, 300 people. We can, we can stop the majority of the crime by just arresting them and keeping them in jail. But, of course, we let them out, uh, you know, an arm's length of, you know, uh, felonies, yep. and they're right back out on the street for opportunity number 75. Yep, New York winning every day. California winning every day. Eric Swalwell's from California, so God bless him. Yep, we um, took the kids out to uh, Vegas. We used to have an... Uh, uh, how are we doing with break? We, we, we right? got about a minute. Yeah, yeah, okay. good, yeah. Yeah. Took the kids out to Vegas last week for a few days. We My my wife went to UNLV. She worked in, uh, in, in a, and managed a restaurant out there when she was going to school. We ended up having an office out there. We used to do a radio show out there. And so we wanted to show the kids, you know, all the spots. I don't gamble. My wife doesn't gamble. Nothing against this. just yep. not what we do. Yep. But... So we said, all right, well, we're going to fly into Los Angeles, spend a day there, and drive over. My wife said, I'm surprised you want to go to California. I said, I want to show my kids what socialism looks like, mm -hmm. right? And it was amazing. We went to Venice Beach just for the day. I just want to show. And as we pulled into the parking lot, my, my uh, 15 at the time, now 16, a week later, screamed, stop. I said, what, what's going on? There was a the homeless guy literally sleeping in the parking lot, yeah. as, in the spot that we were almost going to pull into. And I, I would have saw, saw him as we were coming around, but uh, I, she said, oh, my gosh. And, and we started to see all the homeless people. I said, this is the result of socialism. This yeah. is the result of big yeah. government, right? And now, honey, you spend a lot of time down in Florida. Do we see a lot of this down in Florida? No, I see very little of it. Yeah. Very little. Does it mean it doesn't happen there? No. Oh, people have mental issues. They've got all kinds of issues. There's not camps have, that we have to, but they're not. They're not everywhere. Yeah. They're not everywhere. There's a problem. There's a problem when homelessness is up 21 percent in New York State. Yeah. What we're doing is not working. What we're doing yeah. is not working. Right? It's getting worse, not better. Governor Newsom, his campaign slogan when he ran for the first time was, "I will end homelessness 100 percent within 10 years." How's that out. working out? It's working out. How's it working out? Because guess what? If you hire somebody in the home and 
auto department and they promise you something yep. and just the opposite happens, we're probably firing them. Right, right. Yeah, that that's what you would think would happen. Not in government, though. There's no such thing as firing people no. in government. They just stay there for, you know, 150 yeah, years. Fauci-like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fauci, Pelosi, Schumer, yep. you name them. Right, we got to take a quick break, but I'm going to go load up on a little more tea. More caffeine. Or, or caffeine, yeah, tea. caffeine, caffeine. There we go. All right, folks. Again, in throughout the week, thanks to Leah Bieber, 833-FIN-GUYS. Don't forget, Medicare season is on the horizon. We will be right back. Follow the Financial Guys on social media. So easy, even a liberal can do it. All right, welcome back. Happy Saturday here at the Financial Guys Media Network. Mike Spraza, Mike Lomas in studio. Special guest in our office right now, Anthony Zeffler, going to be joining us for the, the whole segment here. Thanks for joining us on a Saturday, Anthony. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. So what's going on? What's going on in the world of um, you're well, doing some CFP? I heard you're yeah, a, a CFP candidate. Another now, right? CFP candidate. Yeah. So first dollar. Yeah. We didn't really under we didn't know you guys were like sort of. We were you studying together? You and Russ? No. No, we we would check in with each other from time to time, but we kind of flew under the radar with this one. Yeah, so Russ goes and challenges to get the CFP. Maybe you just explain, you you, uh, challenge the board, you take an exam, and then you pass it, but you're still not 100% in, right? Yeah, no, we got, we're waiting for the to pass the ethics board. That's that's the last last hurdle. They're reviewing it. Is that like an essay or something, or what is that exactly? Um, it's yeah, it's a series of questions, and then okay. they kind of do a deep dive into you and make sure you're you're up to their standards. Look through your laptops and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hunter would be great. <laughs> make, make sure you're not snorting anything <laughs> yeah. off a of prostitute's yeah. behind. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah, all right, that yes. seems to make sense. Yeah. Well, he ran a hedge fund, you know. He would be a CFP if he could be. Yes, yeah, yes, he ran true. a hedge fund. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, no, I don't think he's got any licenses. No, no, I don't think he passed no. any certification. Never been in finance, actually. None. No, no, no. You look no. at all the different licenses no. and certifications, and, yeah. and you've got a lot, right? You're a certified estate planning attorney. You now challenges CFA, uh, CFP board. Um, you're a registered investment advisor, which means you're a fiduciary. You've got your Series 7. Uh, is it 66? 66? 65 and 6. 65 you're a pretty big deal, six. man. Holy yeah. smokes. Geez, yeah, please. so you got all this. Uh, Hunter had nothing. He had nothing. <laughs> but yeah, Anthony... Now, Anthony's a young young man. He sees the keeps the energy going in our office. As far as I know, you haven't been able to negotiate any billion dollar deals with any foreign countries yet, right? No, not yet. Oh, with I all those certifications, there. with all those certifications. See, and that's uh, that's where I, I continue to say Hunter should be president because yeah. if you can negotiate deals like that, billion dollar deals, and manage head funds without anything. Yeah. Any experience, any licenses, never challenging the CFP board. I mean, that's pretty, pretty impressive. He's a young guy, though. Hunter did all that in his 40s. So that's Anthony's true. He's got time. He's Anthony's got time. Got time. He's got time. And yeah, yeah, he's got time. And he's got all these certifications yeah. now where Hunter still does not. Yeah, absolutely. And God yeah. bless you, Anthony. I hope you get to uh, Hunter's level one day. Yeah. <laughs> um, a certified estate planning expert, you and I, and you've helped me with a bunch of estate planning cases. Uh, not to get too technical here, but people should, re- you know, when I say estate planning, a lot of people go, what do you mean estate planning? Oh, you, you, me, and I talk about it all the time. Keep it simple, right? Um, once a year, when it comes to estate planning, what is it? It means passing your money on to the next generation or who you want that money to go to. And you and I have talked about it a lot. Like people should just dust off their statements once a year, right? Check the beneficiaries. Check, um, you know, who the we've seen. You and I have seen all kinds of stuff where the ex-wife is on his beneficiary, yeah, the ex-husband is on his beneficiary. Um, you know, and, and it doesn't cost anything, right? To sit down with somebody like you and just review some of that stuff. Yeah, absolutely. It it really never hurts. We do complimentary reviews that will just kind of, you know, go go through your estate plan pretty thoroughly and 
uh, kind of see see how everything's set up to pass to your next generation. Yeah, including um, taxes, right? Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, that's, that's the thing that people one. forget. It's funny now. Everybody keeps saying, "What a good thing!" The they now you don't have to take your money out of your IRA account until you're 72 until you're 73. What a good thing! Well, what they also did was change the inheritance rules, right? So the kids used to be able to extend it over their lifetime. They can't do it anymore. So what they're really trying to do is say, "Oh, okay, don't take it, don't take it," and then when you pass it on to the next generation. They've got to cash it out now within 10 years, and they lose most of it to the IRS. Yeah, it was kind of one of those, those you know, hidden things where, oh, we're doing you such a favor. You don't have to take your RMDs at 70 and a half anymore. Now you can delay it till 73, and then, you know, they snuck in there. Oh, by the way, your children have to, to distribute everything left over within 10 years. Ordinary income. Yep. Right, I mean, yep. you could be in a 37% tax bracket. If they're blessed enough to live in this state, they can add on another 10%. So, I would yeah. even take it as far as it was timed almost perfectly. We have those baby boomers that are starting yep. to, to get, get older, and and now you have their children that are in their highest earning years, so yep. they're making more money than they, they ever have before. Yep. So they're when they receive this inheritance from IRAs and stuff like that, it's easily just pushing them into a, a higher tax bracket. Yeah, yeah. The one thing I would say too, real quick, Mike, is obviously these things can change every year. Like if you have your beneficiaries on one thing, right, and somebody passes away or there's an issue in the family, I mean, that's stuff you should be looking at maybe not every year, but every few years, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. We, I, I personally bring it up every, you know, I, I meet with clients every six months. I'll, I'll just touch on it every single time just to keep it fresh because, Changing beneficiaries, it's essentially free estate planning. It doesn't cost you to, to, to do anything. You don't need an attorney to sign off on it. You just submit it to the whatever financial institutions holding holding that yep. life insurance or, or those IRAs, anything like that. Yep. Um, it's really easy to update. Just this, just this week, I, I actually had a client come in and their children are, are receiving the proceeds from the sale of, of a home. Well, their yep. children are minors. And because the testamentary trust wasn't put in place, essentially, now all all of these really kind of hurdles have to be have to you have to jump over just to to pass those on to the children, and that just kind of racks up attorney fees and and you know it's going to be years before they they even get to see those funds. Yeah, crazy. Look at folks. Use folks like uh, Anthony here, a certified estate planning expert, uh, a candidate for a CFP. Um, use him as an expert. Uh, as an expert, doesn't cost anything. Eight three three Fin guys. If you want a complimentary consultation, and uh, I know you guys are going to have some workshops coming up, maybe, or we don't have the date yet on those. Yep, yep. We just confirmed the date. It's October eleventh, six fifteen p.m. Right here at the financial guy's office, and that's financial guys of Williamsville. But look at folks. We've had a lot of folks come in from Rochester, all over. It's an hour of your time. It's your money. Talking about protecting it. Talking about passing it on to the next generation. Is that yourself and Charlie Sparaza? Yeah, me and Charlie are going to be doing it. Uh, we're also going to have have Stan Law Firm here. So awesome. really pick their brains because everybody's always afraid to you know call an attorney because oh i'm gonna get a bill yeah yep. so uh we have them in the office so so really lean on their expertise uh charlie and i will be there but uh we'll have attorneys in-house well, so. so brad stam stam law firm one of the largest estate planning if not the largest estate planning uh firm in, in western new york october 11th 833 fin guys if you want to, only a limited amount of seats for that so if you want to reserve your seat now 833 fin guys get you in and out probably an hour a little over an hour right yep. quick so yep. 833 fin guys thanks for spending some time with us buddy thank you we're coming up against a hard break folks we'll be right back after this short commercial break 
the financial guys. We don't have safe spaces. Financial Guys Media Network. Already happy Saturday. Financial Guys radio show on the Financial Guys Media Network. Mike Sparaza, Mike Lomas in studio today. Mike, we have to talk some Buffalo stuff because we are in Buffalo and we're Rochester's close enough to understand this. Yeah, but they're all they're all the Rochester yep. folks are going through the same Democrat stupidity in yep. there too, right? So City of Buffalo, Mike. Announcing some major projects this week, by the way. Yes, major I heard projects. That. I major heard that. projects. You want to go that first? Yeah, yeah. well, the, yeah. The, the Perry projects that yeah. have been abandoned for decades that a long time ago, and I, I want to say probably seven, eight years ago, yep. uh, Carol Palladino offered to buy for a dollar. Now, he offered them to buy for a dollar because it's going to take, at the time, about $10 million to knock them down and just make them shovel ready. I got to believe that those costs have now doubled since then. So you're probably talking about $20 bucks just to shovel them down and redo it. So did they go out at Buffalo Municipal Housing Authority and put together a deal with another private developer that would use their own money to do this? No. 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 You know what we're going to do? We're going to spend hundreds of millions of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars mm-hmm. to redo affordable housing there. Well, the funny thing is, is I think the Perry projects were affordable housing. So if let's let me get this straight. Let me think this through. So we gave people free homes to live in. They abused them, demolished, smashed them to the point where we're now demolishing them and spending millions of dollars to clean it up. And we're going to do the same thing right over again. Yeah, well, makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah, yep. that absolutely makes sense. I have no idea, no idea why people are leaving uh, in, as fast as they can to get the heck out of the state. Yep. The, the ones that are paying the bills, the top 20% of wage earners in New York have left in the last two years. I have no idea why. Why, why wouldn't you want to spend your hard-earned money to watch them do the same stupidity they did decades and decades ago to do it all over again. I guarantee you that if we build affordable housing there, within 20 to 30 years, we'll be redoing it again. Well, and Mike, I said it, it's $400 million. Then you add in all the money that we're going to spend to keep the people living there because we'll be paying for it. I mean, this is a billion, two billion, yeah. however many billion dollar project. We have a labor shortage in yep. this country, yep. the likes of which we've never even seen before. We are short labor. And instead of training these people, focusing on getting the graduation rates up, saying instead of lowering the standards, we should be raising those standards to get these people in the workforce. We're focused on giving back hundreds of millions of dollars. Now, they're also, by the way, in the same breath, in the same week, there's those towers down by, it's not the small boat harbor, but uh, right, a prime waterfront property, we have affordable living down there, and they're going to redo that at the tone of something like $290 million. So between these two projects, you're talking about almost $800 million. $800 million that's going to go into prime real estate where people can live basically for free. And we know the result of that, folks. The result is these projects are going to get hammered. They don't care. They didn't pay for it. They don't, they don't treat them like you would with your house when you're putting your hard-earned dollars in. And it's prime real estate. It'll fall right on its face like it always does. It's such a shame. And then they ask themselves, how in the world could the people that are paying the bills, why are they leaving? This is why. Pure stupidity. 
Only in Buffalo, New York, do you get to live like the the rich folk, the elitists on the water, right, Mike? As right. as a person that doesn't work, yeah. Only in Buffalo, New York, do we give our best real estate to people that don't actually work. Yeah, it, Un- it's it's unreal. amazing, and we know the result of it, right? We're yeah. literally demolishing these. Pro- they've treated these properties to the scum of the scum, where they're just like you know now they're boarded up and nobody cared about them. And I, oh, well, they're old. Well, guess what? There's a lot of very very old beautiful beautiful homes in the city of Buffalo, right? For somehow they made it, but not these. What's the difference? Well, the difference is, is that they didn't work for it, right? And yeah. we have a labor shortage in this country. We have uh, a, a demand for labor, the likes of which we have never seen before. Now we're replacing that. This is the window shrinking, by the way, on that, because this new AI technology is, is going to replace the labor shortage. Oh, okay. We've got 59 million people on welfare. The Democrats and Republicans don't seem to want to force them to go to work. Okay, well, I'm a business owner. I'm not going to take it on the chin anymore. I'm going to hire Billy the Robot, and Billy the Robot's going to replace that need. So the window is shrinking. The shame of it is, is that that window or that AI technology, in my opinion, is going to open up all kinds of risk, open up all kinds of opportunity, right? We're going to be building more fast food restaurants. Why? Because mm-hmm. they'll have the labor to be able to do that. Um, you know, we'll be, we'll need architectures, we'll need plumbers, we'll need electricians, you know, the list goes on and on. You also sent me an article earlier in the week about COVID money. Yeah. They had COVID money that came in that was supposed to be distributed, I guess, to small business owners. Yeah. And that has just sat. Shocker, it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, it, it was, it just said, what I'm shocked about is it's actually still in savings somewhere, apparently. They just put it away in, in, and and didn't spend the money. That, to me, is a bigger shocker than, than the, uh, the business owner's not getting it. Usually what happens in the case of everything in the Democrat-controlled communist state of New York is we're going to use the money. Your tolls are going for the roads and bridges. Yeah, we're going to use that for welfare. Oh, that lottery? We're going to use this for education. That's why we're going to sell these tickets. Go out and get your mega million whatever. You're going to win. Uh, did the money go for education? No. You know what's funny? By the way, down in the state of Florida, uh, the, the lottery money does go for education. And if you live down in Florida and your kid wants to go to a state school, they can oftentimes go for free because the lottery money, which we were told is going for education, actually goes for education. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, Mike, this is example 1,855 of why New York is a dumpster fire, why California's dumpster fire, why Illinois is a dumpster fire. They they can't get anything right. And I'm going to go back to what we talked about in the beginning of the show, Mike. Mayor Adams coming out two years later and saying, you know, this week saying, yeah, we got a problem. We got to we got to secure that border. Like, no <laughs> kidding. Wow, what a genius. Mayor Adams. Holy smokes! You, where did you learn that that take from? Yeah. Um. You know, I mean, like, yeah. you can't make what this stuff up with these people. What a anymore. genius! You really can't. Yeah. What uh, What else we got, Mike? So we got we got COVID monies, oh, prostitution, still. prostitution. Yes. Yeah, they're legalizing yes. prostitution in New York State. So again, yes. New York State going bankrupt. Yes. And the priority is is and it's always with these Democrats. It's like yeah. no, I, I just nothing ethical. You know yeah. what I mean? Like we never yeah. focus on, hey, look at let's spend the day here to try to work on you know maybe some of the regulations and some of the red tape that you know we can bring more restaurant owners mm-hmm. or more business owners back to New York. 
markets. Hmm. How, you know what we're going to do today? We're going to show up. We're going to figure out how to raise taxes, how to raise regulations. We're going to figure out how to make it a good thing for transgenders to be able to have story hour to talk to five-year-olds about their body parts. And let's legalize prostitution. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah, yep sounds yep. good. They, they uh, again, yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're going broke. Every rich person in, in New York is leaving because they're so sick yeah. of it. But Not, we not even just, rich, by the way, because yeah. it's funny because true, some of the rich, true. here's yeah. the deal. There are ultra rich people that hire teams of accountants true. to get out of the taxes, right? True. And then there's the poor, and I don't say poor, I shouldn't say the poor, and the lower middle class, okay? These people, it doesn't matter whether they live in New York or they live in Florida, they're not in a high enough tax bracket to pay taxes, right? Yep. They tell people they are, oh, we're contributing. No, you're not. When you look at your tax return, you're literally in a 5% federal tax rate, right? The people that get hurt the most are those middle to upper middle class, middle, middle class, upper middle class, and I would say lower and wealthy. They're not, they're, or maybe rich, whatever you want to look at it. They're not the Warren Buffets. They don't, let's say you've got a, a couple that has worked for the last 30 years and yeah. their business finally takes off. They've owned three restaurants. They've been spending extra money to try to pay off all their loans on the property. They finally do that. And this couple makes $700,000 a year, right? It's a good year. It's a great living. And it took years and decades to get to that point. But $700,000 is not enough to hire a team of accountants, right? You hire one good accountant, but to hire a team like Warren Buffett does, where you have 50 of them on staff, well, it'll be way more than $700,000, so you're not going to be able to do that, right? And so you get caught, and you're in the position now where those are the ones that that, that get grinded, right? And some of these folks are stuck. People are like, oh, good. Just go. Go. Okay, yeah. So the husband and wife for 30 years have sacrificed everything tried to pay off all their bills and their debt, and, and now you're crushing them, and it's just as easy as saying, yeah, we'll just walk away from your restaurants and go down to Florida, right. Right? right? It's sad. It's really sad where we've gotten in that party. Kennedy, by the way, when I listen to Kennedy, he is so refreshing. He reminds me of the old school Democrats mm-hmm. that we used to be able to go out and get a beer with. And he understands how important the border is and protecting the border. He understands he's going to fight for working class people, but no freebies, You know, sick and tired of the welfare. I mean, that's what we got to bring back in this country. And man, do the leftists in the media mm. hate him. Hate Holy him. smokes. Hate him. No. He's, he's Donald Trump 2.0. Oh, yeah. no, you, you suggest that people should go to work for a living. Yeah. Woo. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Woo. They do not Woo. like Protect Robert that border Kennedy. and don't let those MS-13 gang members over with fentanyl. What's yeah. wrong with you? You racist. You know yeah. what? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. God forbid we try and keep our, our youth safe and not, you know, snorting heroin and, yeah. and laced with fentanyl and things yeah. of that nature. Good news is, is Eric Adams is finally woken up and said, uh, we need to protect the border. Good good for yeah. you, Eric. A yeah. little bit late to the party. Though. He's here, though. He made it. Yeah, he made yeah, it to a the few, party. A few years late to the party. Better late than never. Yep. All righty. We have one final segment left, Mike. We have Mike Shaver from our office coming in. If you need us throughout the week, folks, 833-FIN-GUYS, a one-stop financial shop, financial planning, wealth management, any insurance that you could think of, we probably have it here at the Financial Guys. Yeah, Medicare, turning 65, think of the Financial Guys, of course, your department. Give us uh, 14 minutes, let us shop over 25 companies to save you money. And we've mixed in throughout the show uh, some of our certified financial planners, registered investment advisors. Uh, We've got chartered financial analysts. Certified Social Security Claiming Strategist. Go Mike Hayflick and his team. If you're uh, thinking about retirement, you need to optimize Social Security. And Mike has some some software that can help you do that. So reach out to our experts, 833-FIN-GUYS. Offices Rochester, Batavia, right here in uh, Williamsville, New York. 
Alrighty, we will be right back for the final segment. You're listening to the Financial Guys. Here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. Alrighty, welcome back, Financial Guys Radio Show on the Financial Guys Media Network. Mike Sparaza, Mike Lomas in studio. Two hours went quick again today, Mike, as it always does. We are in the final segment of today's show. We do have a special guest, though. Special guest for our final segment, Mike Shaver, who leads our college planning department. Mike, thank you for joining us today. Hey, good afternoon, guys. You guys did an awesome event earlier in the week. I mean, uh, it's as Mike was pointing out, Saturdays come really quick here, but uh, a lot of young kids in and out of the office all week. What's right. what? Uh, what did the college plan? department do? And uh, do you have other workshops lined up, I should say? But first, what did you do this week? Sure. It's it's every every summer, it is a college application workshop specifically for seniors, mm. high school seniors, okay. to learn how to do the common application, how to fill out on um, the proper forms, essay writing. That was like a four-day thing or three-day? Four-day camp. Four-day camp. So it ends today. So, so each day you're focusing on something different. Correct. Wow. Yep. Uh, cool. And and we're that's done for the summer, though, right? So that's next summer. We'll, we'll definitely be doing it again next August. Yeah. And then coming up, starting next week, is an ACT, SAT prep classes. Wow. Okay. Is there time for people to register for that still? A- absolutely. Okay. So ACT, SAT prep classes, yep. that's next week. So and is that four days as well? Three days? What's it's that? It's two days a week for three weeks in August. Wow. Okay. Wow. So if you've got a junior or a senior, really, they're all eligible for this, right? I mean, you know, you start to get those SATs. Um, I think one of the misconceptions is if you take the SAT score, it's recorded. You can take it a few times, right? And you get to hand in the one you want. That's correct. And most universities are test optional. But as a certified college planning specialist, I highly encourage parents to talk to their kids about taking the SAT, SAT, even though the university, the want to go to, it might be optional. It's still a very good idea to take it. If you get a good score, it can certainly help with any grants or scholarships. Yeah. I should know this, Mike. What is the difference between the SAT and the ACT? Is it, is it different? Is it the same type of test? What is the difference between those two? Do you know? Yeah, they're definitely, well, they're administered by two different organizations. Obviously, the SAT is the, uh, you know, the most famous one, but it, SAT is more about testing for what you've learned in high school, where the ACT is more of um, an advanced, how would you be prepared for actually college um you know, information or college Got classes. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, if if folks missed all these training, you can still help them, right? I mean, I think there's a lot of people that, um, well, there's a lot of people right now this summer that should be preparing for their senior year for applying in the spring, right? A hundred percent. Now's the time to get, don't wait until the spring to start to line up and do that. It is a complimentary consultation, right? Correct. So if they call you, um, you know, we can either, you know, set up a conference call, a Zoom, or they can pop into the the office, uh, but the people need to start to do that, even whether it's uh, financial positioning and learning how to fill out f- FAFSAs and FOSFAs and all this other stuff. Right. You'll help them with all that stuff. Um, I know you've got a team in place, too, that'll help with college positioning, right? Correct. Are you going to the right school, That's right? Correct. I mean, we've all heard these stories of, uh, you know, I'm going to go to school and, and whack up $200,000 in debt for a philosophy degree, and they don't even like philosophy. You know, they like the basketball team that was there, but they actually don't play basketball. Yeah, one of the biggest things I work with parents on, I mean, there's a lot of different things, but one of the main ones is you want your child to have a good education, but you also want that education to come in a 
reasonable cost or try to save as much money as you possibly can. And there's definitely things that between scholarships and grants and essay writing and there's a you know a lot of sources out there that just try to help AP classes in high school that could help lower the cost of tuition for the parents. I, I gotta believe with enrollment starting to go down a little bit, and I, in my opinion, good news is that enrollment is going up in some of these trade schools. Um, I have never seen so many young kids deciding that, you know what, this four-year university is not right for me. I'm going into a trade school. I mean, literally being in this business for almost 30 years and us helping folks at all stages of the game and helping their children, the, the last year or two has really been, in my opinion, a good thing watching these some of these kids just say, I'm just going into a trade school because that's what I like to do. Sure. Love that. That also has to bring opportunity and maybe some negotiating some better deals for some of these other kids, right? A hundred percent. So there's another tactic right there. If one child wants to go to a specific university, you could always apply to another one and pit the two against each other. Yeah. So when you're talking to the, you know, the officers um, that are in charge of the financial aid at the school and admissions, you could say, hey, my child also got accepted at this university, and she's kind of, or he's kind of torn between the two. What could you do to help me lower the cost of tuition? Yeah, got to do something. Be proactive, I think, is the key. If you want to find out more information, if you need help, uh, Mike is a certified college planning expert. 833-FIN-GUYS. Look, you're out in Rochester, uh, Batavia, above. Buffalo, Western New York here. We can help you. 833-FIN-GUY. Sorry. Hey, Mike, thanks for uh, spending a little oh, bit of time with us guys. on a Saturday. And uh, again, college planning, certified college planning expert. And there's not a lot of certified experts in New York State, right? Only a few, I think. A handful of folks with your certification. That's correct. Uh, and literally a handful in the entire state. That's so, uh, and I, again, not to beat up on your mother-in-law, your father-in-law, your brother and your sister. I said this before about Medicare. I really think you need to, whether you're looking to... You're 65, turning 65, and you need help with your Medicare. Look for an AHIP certified expert that can help. When it comes to college planning, look for a certified college planning expert. Again, Mike Shaver, 833-FIN-GUYS. So I appreciate you spending some time with us, sir. Thank you. Thanks, Mike. Mike, I have to go to this next. This cracks me up before we finish up today. Uh, John Kerry sidesteps China's human rights violation, says it's not his lane. Oh. So he's got to stay out of the lane. Just like the private jet was not his private jet. It was oh my his gosh. wife's. Has he been stepping on his, yeah. his, his <laughs> tongue? I mean, literally. Oh, my God. That private jet was unreal. It's the best thing Unreal. Ever. For you dummy yeah. Dems that support this stuff. Oh, I have never had a private jet. I yeah. mean, the fact that I would take it up here is ridiculous. Never, never, never. Um. Mr. Kerry, uh, according to this, uh, and you're under oath here, your wife and your family, you guys sold a private jet as you started to take heat for this. Well, not me, my my wife. Oh, (laughs) my my wife. You forgot about her. You forgot about her. Oops. Oops. (laughs) What a special form of stupid. (laughs) I forgot about, oh, the wife's jet. Oh, darn it. Darn it. Darn it. That thing I've flown on 12 times a month for the last 10 years. Darn it. I forgot about that. This wasn't in my name. Yeah. Oh, oh, yes. okay. Yes. Okay. Was it in your yes. best friend's name from high school? Yes. No, it was in your wife's name. Yep. Oh, your wife. Oh, yeah. Remember her? Yeah. No. God. I mean, come on. But this is really, the problem. If you're listening to this, you're like, yeah, I think I'm going to vote Dem. I'm going to vote Democrat. Yeah. These, these, looks like these guys are real honest with me. Real honest. You've got the, Bi- uh, the Biden crime family, which we've now tracked down to $50 million for influence. You've got John Kerry saying, you know, look it, you need to give up your SUV. Now, he 
has a yacht that he parks in a different state so he can get a better tax break on. He's got SUVs. Bernie Sanders, by the way, has multiple cars and an Audi. He got busted a few weeks ago. They're like, hey, you're worth a few million bucks. He goes, "Uh, funny to me. I didn't know that. Really, you mental midget. You got three homes. Guess what's expensive, Mike? Homes. Homes are expensive. Like roofs and furnaces. Things leak and, yeah, yeah, you've got to get all kinds of stuff, right? Landscaping. If you can afford three of them, you're worth some bucks. Yeah. And if one of them has a pretty nice Audi in the garage, you're worth some bucks, right? You know exactly what you're doing, exactly what you're doing. Not my jet. I didn't have a jet. Oh, your wife did. Oh, yeah. Oh, forgot all about it. Oh, you should really be in a very high position of power if you're not smart enough to remember your wife has a jet. Yeah, yeah, and and I think I think Mike to, to end the show that what we what we've learned this week, what we've learned for many years now is you need to vote better. You need to actually care about what's going on around you, and a lot of Americans sadly don't. No. Right? This is this Donald Trump stuff. Whether you like Donald Trump or you don't, whether you're going to vote for Donald Trump, Joe Biden, or Ron DeSantis, doesn't matter. This is not healthy for America, and not what we should be doing in this country right now. You cannot attack political opponents because you don't like them, and then throw all. Four Forms of government at them so they can never run for president again. They can not have a normal life again. This no. is dangerous, what, dangerous stuff. What they do, they attack yep. you at all levels so you never want to move, go again. And by the way, and Donald says this the best this is not about him, yep. it's about everybody else that wants to step up and run. Yep. That want everybody, do you see what's happening? Do you have billions of dollars to be able to defend your family, even though your family is very well educated and your family is not, uh, you don't have a son that's a crack addict? We're we're going to go after you and do whatever we have to do if you don't partake in the left-wing radical agenda. We are getting our way, and including, by the way, if we have, they're the most violent of people. Yep, <laughs> I mean, yep, you know, our yep. buddy Stefan Mahailu, and, and Stefan was so smooth when the, when this Antifa nut jobs tried to surround him. Yep. He said, "Look, it. They need to have a voice too. I don't yep. agree with what they say, yep. but they need to have a voice. See, they didn't want Stefan to have a voice. Yep. They wanted to beat him up and attack." Them, right. That's right. Yeah. They, they, that's 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 what their goal and agenda was. Stefan was bright enough to say, I I, I don't agree with them, yep. but I want you to talk. Yep. I want you to have the right to talk. Sad world we live in right now. Hopefully, hopefully the election in twenty twenty four can help start the the process of fixing it, folks. Thank you so much for joining us. That's going to be a fun year, by the way. Oh, fun it's going to be a great year. year. Republicans got some yep. great candidates. Yep. we're going to have a blast with with yeah. doing some different things too. With this, Ramaswamy, this he's yep. knocking it out of the park, man. Absolutely. Uh, Trump, you know, he's got a set of stones like yep. I've never seen before. He's saying, "You're going to go after me? Bring yep. it on. Let's yep. go. It's it's good." DeSantis, you know, doing the probably the best job of any state governor I've ever seen as people continue you to try to figure out a way to fit into that state. Yep. Looking forward to it. We're coming up against it, folks. Thanks to Russ Geyser, Leah Bieber, Mike Shaver, and Anthony Zeffler. Don't forget about Anthony Zeffler's estate planning uh, seminar here at the office on October 11th at 6.15 p.m. Call the office if you need us throughout the week, 833-FIN. Guys, don't forget about our podcast and our radio show, excuse me, and our morning show on financialguysmedia.com. We will see you next Saturday.